Welcome, everyone, to episode 21 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today's topic is going to be everybody's golf. Um, the P- PlayStation 4 golf exclusive. Uh, one of the things I found interesting about it, besides it being golf, is driving around the golf cart. That seems like it'd be fun. You could do, do that. that I didn't drive the golf cart. Yeah, you could drive the golf cart around in the game. I didn't Somehow. get that far. Damn you. Anyway, but yeah, that's that's the main topic for today. Uh, it's been I feel, I don't think we've covered a golf game since Mario Golf, right? We covered Mario well, Golf. Hasn't been more than one worth of fuck since then. Yeah, there there hasn't. I know Golf Club came out, but that was in early access for a while. I take that then, back. That was supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, I keep uh, try it, but Dave in Boston, I believe, uh, great friend of the show, mm-hmm. is also a fan of uh, the Golf Club. Yeah, golf games are golf games are pretty fun. I've always enjoyed them, but so that's going to be our main topic. Do we, does anyone have anything you want to tease for later on in the episode? You know, I think I do. Mm-hmm. Let me think for just a second. Uh, let's see. I tried the FIFA 18 demo, so I'll be talking about that. I tried the NBA live 18 demo. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have two demos to be talking about. Nice. Hey, sports. If you're interested, I will be discussing that. I also have a demo to talk about. Oh, I tried you try the, the Octopath? I did. I tried Project Octopath Traveler demo. So what? I was talking about. Yeah. Is that that role playing game? Yeah. Oh, the one with the like sprites, but it has all the shading yep. and shadows and stuff like that? Yeah, that's the one. What? I tried the demo today. Super I played for jealous. about an hour. So. Corey, go I'll download it. Oh. oh. That was rude. I should. I should That's send a get. picture of myself playing it with yeah. my with my middle finger up. Exactly. Yep. That was a deep cut, Eric. I'm sorry. I was on. It was uncalled for. I apologize. So it was very me. called for. So there's that. We're also going to be covering during nibble bits some of the stuff that came out from the Nintendo Direct that was yesterday, yesterday evening. So or afternoon if you're on the Pacific Coast. Anyone have it? Anyone else have anything they want to tease? Will. I saw it. You oh, saw it. Let's yeah. start with that. <laughs> Obviously, we're not going to do that, but I can't wait to hear about it. To be honest, I would love to talk about that movie. Here, I, I can wait until later, but just tell me one thing. Is it too scary for me to go see? <sighs> I, I I am a bitch, Will. Um, so I am too. There's some moments that are pretty scary, but what it does well is it's unrelentless. But well, all right, we'll talk about it later. Okay. I mean, I'll, we're, I'll, we're gonna go right down a rabbit hole if we get into it now. I can't wait to talk about it, to be honest. I keep going back and forth, and I just. All right. Here, this is what I'll leave you with. It's one of my favorite movies that I've seen within the last couple years. Mm. All right. Nice. All right. Well, let's hear about everybody's golf. Uh, Eric, 
Take it away. You you probably played the most, I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, I haven't played a ton of it, but uh, I feel like I've definitely played enough to to know what it is. The only thing I didn't do is I uh, didn't play um, online with anybody I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, I did do some online stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, it's it's a very simple game. It's made by the folks that made Hot Shots Golf back in the day, which is oh. uh, so, uh, favorite I know of, I think, all of us. Oh, yeah. Right? We're all big fans of Hot Shots Golf. So as soon as I saw that, I was interested. And then I saw the $40 price tag, and I was even more interested. See, I didn't, uh, know, I didn't know it was made by them, to be honest. I yeah. didn't either. The wife's been saying, like, I've been really wanting to play Hot Shots Golf. So yeah. it's interesting that it came from the same developer. Because I didn't know yeah. that either. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a PS4 exclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so another nice, you know, kind of uh, B-grade exclusive for the PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a cutesy golf game like you would expect from the creators of Hot Shots Golf. Uh, it's got a lot of customization for your character. And that's kind of what the, the gameplay loop is. Uh, it's earning coins to unlock new... Uh, you know, golf swings or animations, uh, new clothing for your character, which, you know, I'm not eh, super into, which is probably the reason I haven't played it more. I, I bought it more just because um, it came out and I said, you know, I really, I don't have the time that I used to to play video games and, and just a game where I can fuck around and hit golf balls and it, don't have to take it too seriously, don't have to sink a lot of time into it. I said, this is perfect. It's only 40 bucks. Um so the the aspect of like unlocking clothes and <laughs> changing your appearance and things like that doesn't really do much for me, uh, but I could see you know why it would for other folks. Um, Stats. Yeah. So I actually I really like the way that uh, your upgrades work. It's similar mm-hmm. to Skyrim, where uh, you know in Skyrim when you would use a skill, that's what would determine you know how much uh, it leveled up. So okay. like say you use your you know. pitching wedge a lot the more you use that and the better you uh time your your shot so if you hit like a full power shot and time it correctly on the way back down for the uh for the direction of the ball uh it'll increase your power because you hit you know a perfect shot basically with a lot Mm -hmm. of power uh same if you use backspin if it's a if it's a good shot with backspin it'll increase your backspin um what's the other one there's control so if you hit it uh a well-controlled shot and you don't shank it left or right, uh, your control will go up. So it, it, it does that, which I think is really cool. So the more you use the clubs, the the better you, you get with them and the, the more control and power and all that sorts of stuff you have over them, nice. uh, which I think is really cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I feel like in any, every other golf game, it's the, it's your clubs and it's your clothes that change your stats. Yeah, no, I, oh. I think it's uh, I think it's a really neat way to handle that. Uh, first thing i was like oh this is like skyrim the more i use my four wood or four iron the better it'll be it makes it kind of kind of like an rpg in a way which is kind of cool and that's what i had read beforehand and i was like oh that sounds really really neat um and it is do you remember how tiger woods did it was it as you won money then you bought yeah i think i had uh like a stat bar kind of like a one to ten and you would put this guy could be completely wrong, but that's that's just how I remember it. Yeah, it's been a long uh, time. Yeah, you would put points into you know control or power or whatever. Mm-hmm. They don't still make Tiger Woods. No, or... it's Rory McIlroy now. Do they still put the one out every year? The name of Tiger Woods has been besmirched. Um, yes, it has. You know, I don't think it's an every year thing now, but I might be wrong because I know the. F- I think it was the first year that Rory McIlroy came out. It was pretty poorly received. Okay. Uh, I think the last one that came out was a little bit better. Okay. More well reviewed. 
I guess I could um, look it up. Yeah, but uh, so as far as a single player goes, you kind of have like this hub world and you walk around and there's people to talk to. Uh, there's a shop to go in and, and purchase new clothes. Um, there's a little stand where you go and enter single player tournaments and that's where you unlock coins as well as earn experience. So the more experience you earn, uh, you earn or you unlock um uh, I guess you could call them kind of like rivals for luck. They, they are called something in there. I can't remember. I challengers. So you unlock challengers to come and play you one-on-one. And what the cool thing about the challengers is they have different uh, settings. So I, the second challenger I had, his name was Clyde. He's like a little kid. And one of the, the neat thing about playing against him is he talks beforehand about how he's new to golf and he's not very good. So they turn um, like tornado cup on. So Mm -hmm. if the ball is near the hole, it just kind of tornadoes in. Sucks in. Yeah. So there's different settings uh, that each challenger kind of presents to you in, uh, as you're going along. Um, So I've gotten through two of the challenges so far. Neither of them has been very difficult, but again, I'm, you know, I'm not very far in, but I think Mm -hmm. there's like 30 of them. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, and and you kind of keep going. So I'm assuming it gets uh, fairly difficult down the road. Um, so that is there. What else is there? There's um, there's like a little quiz thing, and you go and talk to this guy, and he gives you a quiz about the game. And mm-hmm. I missed one of the questions, so I didn't get the reward for it. I'm interested to see what the reward is. Um. But it's yeah, it's basically just kind of a hub world where you can pick to do solo tournaments or uh, go into the online world. Um, and there's two kinds of online play. I only did one of them. Um, there's turf war mode, which kind of seems a little bit like Splatoon from what yeah. I gather. Uh, not not completely, but sure. I, I think maybe you take like you win the hole and like that is now your team's hole or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably should have looked a little more into that, but uh, alas, I did not. Um, so that's the one I didn't try, but I did do the open course mode, which basically you go out and you can just kind of run around the world. And I'm assuming that's probably where you can drive the golf cart. Yeah, because um, like you can go swimming in the in the water hazards and things like that. Um, but you just run around and you play the holes. You just run up to a tee box and hit a button and away you go. Um, and it's pretty cool cause it, you can go in there and earn coins. Um, if you get at least a birdie, you go in there and you get a bonus for coins. If you're interested in buying uh, new stuff for your character. So that's a, that's another way that you can earn, earn the, uh, in-game currency. Um, and I really wish that, that I had gotten a chance to play with somebody because you can do, I, from what I understand, you can do like online play and you don't have to do it in order. You guys can like, if you have a favorite hole, mm-hmm. like I've only played on one course so far. And if you have a favorite hole, you guys could just go play that hole together, uh, you know, or something like that, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, and there's leaderboards. Obviously, I didn't touch any of the top leaderboards or anything like that, but um, I did do an online tournament. Uh, and, it, and that really is just to kind of get your, your score up there on the leaderboard and mm-hmm. see how well you can do and beat your own score, really, unless you're, like, super good at the game and put a lot of time into it. Um, yeah, those those things you have to, like, eagle every hole Yeah, to yeah. be able to, like, people get ridiculously low scores on those tournament boards. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, really, it's it's just a super fun relaxing game but uh, you know i say relaxing but i get really excited when i do get like a birdie 
Yeah, me, me too. Got, yeah, I got an eagle once, like from a chip in, and it was mm-hmm. fucking great. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a really good feeling, and it's just like a relaxing, you know, easygoing game. It's just really, really well made, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just fun. Great it's nice to play. have those t- those type of cathartic games once in a while. You know, especially with all the all the stress. Like Eric, you play Rocket League probably mostly. That's, I haven't played that in a while, but yeah. that's pre- pretty stressful. You know, you you want to win, you get competitive. Yeah, so, I to, think so to go FIFA off and play golf, is, is, FIFA, yeah, is what I would point to. That's that's pretty much what I play now. Uh, yeah, as FIFA with my buddies, but yeah, that can that gets stressful and it gets really upsetting. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so just kind of kicking back and playing golf, playing uh, some sticks. Yeah, it's 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 great. Can't recommend not- it enough. I mean, honestly, if you have a PS4 and you are even if you're not a golf fan, because I'm not, I'm not a fan of golf. Uh, mm-hmm. I, th- I think, man, it's, uh, I, I would highly, highly recommend this game for 40 mm-hmm. bucks. I mean, it's a steal. So I'm looking on here, Rory McIlroy PGA Tour, July 14th, 2015. That's the last one? Yep, and very poorly reviewed. Mm. Uh, 5.5 out of 10 on IGN. Of all Maybe places. I'm thinking of a different one that came out fairly recently that was fairly well received. I don't know. Isn't there a, a PC golfing game? Like, I forget the name of it. You talking about I the golf there's... club? Yeah, is that what you're that's, talking about? That yeah. started on PC. That's on consoles now. Is there uh, a golf club too? Yeah, I think that just came out or is coming out soon. Okay, that might be what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. But Will, what did you think of everybody's golf? I actually, I loved it, to be yeah. honest. Um, it was something, like, so non-stressful that I could play. Um, because it really reminded me kind of, like, the Nintendo Wii uh, with the Wii Sports games. Obviously, way better, because, like, it was very Japanese and, like, upbeat and happy. And, like, oh, welcome to this resort. Like, <laughs> this is Golf Island. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Go play some golf. Um, and it was just really cool. And like when I was doing the initial tournament and they had tornado cups on and like I was just chipping it in from wicked oh, far out. Man. Like I was just so excited, even though tornado cups was on, but like I was just having a blast with it. Yeah. Um, there's and like I re- mega cup with like just bigger cups and yep. there's tiny cup and that's pretty sweet. And it's funny because like I only probably put in an hour and like I did two tournaments leveled up did the quiz and then I did one challenger but a lot of my time was literally just me walking around like the island because I was like oh this is really kind of an interesting concept like an open worldish golf game uh, and like I got to this dock and I was like I wonder if I could jump in the water I was like probably not because like why would they do that nope they let me jump into the water and like that was like a really cool thing that I didn't <laughs> expect that you could do in this game um, there's also like fishing and stuff like that so oh, I heard I, the mini games are really fun yeah, oh, like nice. there's, there's, there's mini a, games too. Yeah, like there's a lot of little fun stuff in this game that makes it more enjoyable. And I feel like that this is a game that I will play every now and again, just oh, like yeah. get a, get a round or two in because I really enjoyed it. I actually almost texted you, Eric, saying we really should play. We should, um, but I didn't get a chance to tell you before we recorded to do it. But I'm definitely down to tr- like give it a go every now and again. Absolutely. Honestly. Uh... You know, I haven't played as many games this year as I ordinarily do, but this is probably my favorite game I played this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. It's definitely up there for me. I really enjoy it so far. It's like nice. totally different from everything else that I've been playing because like everything's <laughs> been like hardy RPGs or shooters, and like this is just, like completely different from the norm. 
Yeah. That's kind of how I felt about Stardew Valley. Yep. You know, yeah. just slow yeah. the pace Dan, down you, a little you bit. I would love this game. Oh, I absolutely would. That's something I would play with the wife without yeah. question. Um, it's funny that you mentioned your wife, uh, what my wife said. You know, I tried to make my character look like me. Uh-huh. She comes up and she sees me playing and she goes, why is your guy like so fat? <laughs> and I go, oh, well, I was just trying to, you know, make him look like me. But <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, the character customization is pretty deep, actually. Yeah, I've heard I've heard great things about the the character creation tools. This reminds me, like I wanted to give this game special props because they actually had my hairstyle in this game. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because like how I do it, this is so stupid. But like everything I try to make my character in, like maybe in RPGs, like Bitmoji on phones, like they don't have the hairstyle that I have. So like I can never like actually make it look like me. But with this game, like they actually have it. So I was able to do a little bit more with my character and make it look a little bit more like me than usual. They didn't have uh, balding and combed over, unfortunately. Mm. So I had to do the best I could. <laughs> Just put a hat on. Yeah. No, 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 no. No hats. Eric, let it, let's it show. Let it, let's, you gotta be proud. Mm-hmm. Men and Blazers, they're bald. They're proud of it. <laughs> yeah, no, and another thing, like I said, we talked about it earlier, like, but I like being able to, like, use a club, and, like, if you get good hits with it, you can, like, level up that ability, or that, that club. Like, that's another really cool thing, too, because, like, my guy does not hit it very far, uh, but now that I have my, like, driver or whatever it is up a little bit, like, I'm able to hit it a little further than usual. So now, like, when I have a par five, like, I can actually get it to the green and uh, three hits and get a putt in for a birdie before I really couldn't. The only complaint I have is that when you're playing uh, against a challenger one-on-one, you have to watch their shot. Yeah. I really wish you could skip it. Yeah, or, or speed it up. Yeah, speed it up, yeah. That's my only complaint. I think you can hold down X to speed up a little bit. I tried, and it, it didn't work, unless I was doing it wrong. That must I be... Uh, maybe I didn't. I don't know. There was another golf game that did that. Maybe that's Mario, it was Mario Golf on the 3DS, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, then. But yeah. Could not be happier with that purchase. Nice. Fantastic game. Okay. Did you anything else you wanna say about it? No, well, it's, it's pretty. There, yeah. There's not too awful much to share on it, other than like the the very basics. Because one, we didn't get as far as we wanted into it, uh, and two, like it's not that deep of a game. It's more of a, a chill out kind of game. Can you do up to four player? Uh, oh, multiplayer. Yeah. Oh, up, yeah. up to four. Split screen. Nice. Which yeah. is probably the only game you can do that with now. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of that going around anymore. I, Four players I, was, split screen. I was really hoping I was going to um, be able to have a couple people over to play it, but it just did not, uh, didn't materialize that way. Mm-hmm. I probably would get too frustrated watching people try to play it, though. Yes, if they were bad. Oh, and they would be. Or, fi- or fighting the controls, that's the oh, worst. The same people I played Mario Kart with, that was awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Okay. Shall we get right into Nibble Bits? Nibble Bits. Eric, we'll start with you. Oh, Covering the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, uh, I'm going to I guess about, Nintendo Direct. Yeah, four things that I picked out of the Nintendo Direct. 
Uh, we'll start with the Fire Emblem Warriors piece. I just was interested. Well, I'm not so much interested. I thought some people might be mm-hmm. uh, what Will thought about this. Uh, during the direct, the company revealed that fan favorite hero Lin will be a playable character. Is that a big deal to you, Will? Um, so I have no idea who that is because I think she's in the the newest the, one. No, Lin, I think, is in the very first game. Okay. But I remember people being all sorts of up in arms that she wasn't announced yet. So it's, it's a good thing. Yeah, I think that'll make a lot of people happy. Although, the the people for this game are so weird. They're the biggest complaining group of people I've literally ever experienced. It, it is pretty bad. They're I just... Totally None of them are happy with anything. Well, here's the thing. A lot of people would go back and play those older Fire Emblem games if you could find them for less than $150. Yeah. Those games are ridiculously expensive to get the old co- old copies of them on, like, GameCube. Yeah, they're it's way crazy. too much now. Yeah. So, if they put um, it on the Virtual Console, people would probably buy it. I feel like they're not doing enough with the Virtual Console anymore, either. Well, there is no Virtual Console on Switch. That's yeah, true, yeah. It's, absolutely it, right. it's not even on the Switch. That's right. I forgot that it wasn't even on the Switch. Yep. Uh, second anyway. piece of news I wanted to talk about was Doom and Wolfenstein 2 announced for the Nintendo Switch, which is a big change of character, really. Yeah. You, know, you don't see a lot of mature games like that. Uh, violent demon slaying and Nazi slaying. You don't see that a lot on Nintendo platforms. No. No, absolutely not. Um, but yeah, no, no release uh, date information or anything like that. But I thought that was a pretty interesting announcement. Just rough windows. I think Doom is supposed to release around holiday time, mm. and then Wolfenstein will be 2018, like early next year. They did also uh, just kind of Bethesda related. They did announce when Skyrim is coming out for the Switch. But I mean, who the fuck cares? At this point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> My third piece of news was the Super Mario Odyssey bundle announced. And you'll get some red Joy-Con with it. Uh, you know, nothing crazy here, but it'll be priced at $380. And it will come out on October 27th with Odyssey. And so, a Switch carrying case, too. Oh, does it come with that carrying Oh, yeah, it says yeah. right there. It's Yeah, the, the carrying case is, is much cooler than... It looks nice. Anything else involved with it. it just looks like a Chicago Bulls themed Nintendo Switch to me. But <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the carrying case is nice. It's red and it's got the oh little uh, white Mario cap on it. So that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. They now, you know, this is the time to get in right now. It is. Yeah, buy one now before they before the holiday season arrives, if you can find them. Because Reggie Fizeme said there was going to be supply issues. So no, <laughs> I know. Big shocker. Yeah. Are you sure, Dan? I'm positive. <laughs> they also announced there's going to be a photo mode with Mario Odyssey, which I read was very cool. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. We'll be happy to know there's an uh, ice level, too. I oh, saw that. Absolutely. I actually uh, just now pre-ordered Odyssey and Fire Emblem off Am- on Amazon. So. Mm-hmm. It's probably not a bad idea. I could see Mario Odyssey selling out, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. Well... To be honest, uh, I'm going to keep Mario Odyssey because they had release day shipping, but they didn't for Warriors. Uh, I didn't, and they get, said the, I didn't get release date shipping for Mario and Rabbids either. Well, the problem is, is like Fire Emblem Warriors, Warriors is like the game I'm looking forward to the most, and it says it's not coming until the 23rd, so I might just pre-order it at GameStop, mm-hmm. which I hate doing. But Yeah, trade some stuff in towards it, maybe. Uh, no, I'm actually budgeting out... Um, 
enough money for three games this season. Nice. Maybe four, depending on Eric go, if Eric goes half-seas with me on one. Gotcha. Call of Duty? Yeah. Oh. That one's going to be my definite purchase. If Eric splits it with me, I'm getting Origins, too. If Eric doesn't flake out. But if Eric doesn't want it, I will buy Call of Duty instead of Assassin's Creed. I, you know what I got to do, Will, is take a good look at the release roster. Um, and see if, you know, see what else is coming around. I'm October. not going to be buying too much, so. Yeah, October's yeah. jam-packed. Yeah. That's that's the busy month. I think I mean, it comes... Really, November. FIFA and Mario are the two that I'm absolutely getting. What about South Park? Oh, uh, when's that one? October. Yeah. Yeah, I do need to get that one, too. It's a good one. If this, if I didn't love Stick of Truth as much as I did, then I yeah, it would be it would be a pass. Man, that was great. Yes, it was. And my last bit of news from the Nintendo Direct: uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two got a release date of December first. Mm-hmm. So at least it's not October, huh? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it looks amazing too. I re- like because I watched the whole Nintendo Direct, and that got me really hyped. And uh, Mario Odyssey. The videos for that got me really hyped for that too. So, I uh, I even I tuned in a little bit to watch the uh, Xenoblade Chronicles two stuff, and I was watching on Periscope on Twitter and just reading people's comments. Everybody was hating on it. They're like, "This is a, just a Zelda ripoff. We've seen this <laughs> game before." People that didn't know what it was. Oh, you I was know? gonna say, yeah. If I you know would... what Xenoblade Chronicles is, or have played it, you probably are pumped for the game. Probably one out of every 200 comments were positive about mm-hmm. Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Why does everybody in the world want to fucking ruin everything? I don't yeah. know. If you don't want to buy it, just mind your own damn business. Yeah. You know what? They're trying They're trying to get tweet Twitter fame by making jokes. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. The I feel like that gamers should have the right to bash on every or bash on things they want, but it's kind of getting to the point where it's over the top with everything. It's kind of basic. It's, yeah, it's been bothering me because, like I said, with the Fire Emblem, literally that game is just getting hated on because people's favorite characters aren't in the game. Yeah, it's, it's too much. The the random character that made it, you know, that that of uh, the Fire Emblem game that sold five hundred thousand copies. Yep. And Japan only. <laughs> yeah, Japan only. You had to buy a, uh, a imported copy that wasn't translated into English. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, pretty cool looking uh, special edition stuff, too, if you're into that. Uh, $100 gets you a soundtrack CD, a 220-page art book, a steelbook case, and that's it. But they also showed off a Nintendo... Uh, Switch Pro controller that was Xenoblade themed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it looks all that great personally. It's got like pink handles and backing mm-hmm. and like a blue sword, I think. Sword or something across the front. I don't know. I think the other ones that I've seen have been better. I like the Splatoon one the yeah, best, Splatoon I think. One's cool. So, yeah, that's it for me. Okay. I also have Nintendo news. Uh, so, Nintendo, this is with an interview with Reggie Fizame. I can't remember where from, but. Um, the, apparently they're going to continue to produce the SNES classic into 2018. Um, he came out and said straight up, do not buy from scalpers. You shouldn't pay more than 79.99 for the system. There should be plenty of them. Um, like I said, he said that they're going to continue production into next year. 
Uh, and then also that the NES Classic will be manufactured again. So if you want to get your hands on one of those starting next summer, summer 2018, they'll be having those available too. So, yeah, I thought that was a, a nice thing to say is, you know, don't pay, don't pay more than retail for it. Don't, don't buy from scalpers. There will be plenty of systems. So here's hoping. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. I will too. Uh, I'm going to go into Toys R Us on launch day and see if I can snag one. So, fingers crossed for that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my next one, I am actually going to be covering some Rocket League news. Oh. I just can't get away from Rocket League now. Even no. Dan. Well, God, it's I, been weeks since I played. Uh, well, Corey <laughs> this, uh, always brings it up. There's some very I, important things in this in the upcoming update. So, um, I did want to talk about that. So, the biggest being cross-platform parties. This is not only important to Rocket League, but I think it's important to gaming as a whole. So uh, apparently it's going to start with a Steam beta and scale up next year into other platforms, but they're testing their in-game friends list. So you make friends with someone like in, in the actual game and you have, a, I don't know if you're going to have like a, a gamer tag, so to speak, in the in Rocket League uh, and you can make friends that way. So even if it's someone playing on the Nintendo Switch or Xbox uh, if you're playing on PC, like you should be able to friend them and join into their parties, which I think is awesome. And I think that needs to happen in more games than just Rocket League, you know? Yeah. No PS4 yet. They're still dragging their feet about it. So. <laughs> yeah, well, that's their choice. That's They yeah. have every right to do it, I guess. Sure. Big jerks. Uh, they're also going to be adding transparent goalposts. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's so, interesting. That'll you know, as somebody who has played a fair amount of goalie in their day. Yeah, make it makes it easier, like easier it. to see a twister that's coming in. Yeah, but at the same time, um, there's something kind of nice about the challenge of that not happening. Yeah. So I, if you ask me what I'd prefer, I'd say keep it how it is. Yeah, it's going to be toggleable. Oh, perfect. You, you can't keep how it is. Um, they yeah, mentioned they it. Uh, they just performance. What's that? They just nail everything. Oh, yeah. No, there's a lot of really good stuff in this upcoming update. Um, They're adding land support, which will be obviously for the Switch, too. Um, That's Rocket League's coming out to the Switch holiday, I think. Um, But they also are doing that for for tournaments, because apparently one of their tournaments, they had network issues. One of the ones on NBC. So uh, it's going to make it so when they have like tournaments live with everyone there, uh, it'll have zero ping, no input lag or, or no lag or anything like that. They don't have to worry about that. It's all, it's all right there. Nice. Um, standardized maps for competitive and casual online play. Uh, director mode uh, and Smurfs. I actually have to. I've got to read this part because it's really interesting sounding. Let me call it up here. I didn't want to write it down because it would have taken too long. The the guy explains it a lot better. Uh, Corey, have you been playing any Rocket League? I actually have not played it all this week, yeah. and that's unlike me. Same here. God, I haven't played in weeks. Okay, so this is on Destructoid by Brett Makedonsky. Uh He writes, Sionix has been working on a new spectator camera called Director Mode. This update will put the feature in beta. Davis explains it as, quote, an AI that can predict based on what it knows of the players in the match. It'll predict shots and saves, and if you hit the ball in the way that thinks is going to create an epic goal or save, it will cut to the perfect 
person so that the frames so that it frames the action correctly. Yeah. The nice thing about it is it can follow certain rules so that these guys don't always have time to think about. Like in broadcast, you try not to 180 the camera. There's a bunch of rules in sports broadcasting that we're trying to be subtly that we're trying to subtly in- include. Cool. You're constantly inserting people sort of lose context. So that's making going to make it for even more of a good esport to watch. It's proper framing of shots and stuff. So and automatically. So you don't have to worry about actually moving around the camera. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, but they're also going to use it to detect Smurfs, apparently. He says it's a really big problem that they have with the game. We're looking at, at it as similar to what I hear other people, uh, to what I hear other people that I talk to are looking at is metrics. It's easier on a shooter because you can look at mouse movement and say, this person is super accurate compared to everyone else in the game. So I know games like Overwatch are starting to look at this where they can do processing on your input and say, this guy's playing like a diamond player, so let's nudge, nudge him upwards the correct ranking. This is the first of our step from can we form an AI or programming standpoint detect what a diamond player looks like. So they're using that AI to detect your your abilities. I certainly don't have anything to worry about. <laughs> pretty cool. I might. I'm pretty good with Zenyatta. Uh, did they transfer her Zenyatta to Rocket League? Well, Dan said they were using it in over. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I heard Overwatch. Overwatch. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm doing math homework, so I was zoned. Oh. <laughs> uh, season five rewards: animated banners. So apparently, when you do something in the game, instead of your name popping up, you an animated banner pops up. Yes. Kind of cool. Uh, seasonal arenas. So will in the winter time there'll be snow. Oh on apps. man! Yeah. That's awesome. New items. Uh, and then they're introducing bracketed tournaments, like actually into the game client. So it's going to be as easy as setting one up. Uh, you can fully customize it one versus one to three versus three. I think it's, did they say it's four to, or two, yeah, four to 128 players or something like that? It was, it was a lot. So um, fully integrated into the game client. So some big updates from Rocket League. That's that awesome stuff. Yeah, and that makes me want to play I know. a lot. <laughs> hey, if we have a tournament, I'll play. I'll get wrecked. Thumbstick fine. athletes open. Oh, yep. that's You've perfect. been wanting to do that, haven't you? I have, yeah. Yes, there open. I really love it. So once the Rocket League updates hit, hits, we'll have to plan it out. Yeah. And that's all I got for Nibble Bits. Will, do you have any Nibble Bits? Yeah, I've got one. Um, sure. And this is something that you guys might be interested in but jj abrams will write and direct star wars episode nine i think it's nice nine. yep um i think you guys you guys liked the new star wars right yeah yeah Force i'm gonna make a i'm gonna make a prediction episode It'll... eight is gonna be the best star wars movie ever ever made do you think i think even with all the because the, they've had trouble with directors both in uh the han solo movie and episode eight and episode nine now, because he wasn't the original director. Well, I think Ryan Johnson has been the director for episode eight pretty much since the start. Okay. Um, and I'm a big fan of his. I when, Back when I used to listen to a lot of film podcasts, like when he was just starting his career, he would always come on and uh, he would just interrupt the podcasters <laughs> while they were trying to talk. And he had uh, like a glass with ice and he was drinking some sort of cocktail and he'd just like swirl it in the microphone and it'd interrupt them and they'd all stop. <laughs> And then they'd go on and he'd just do it again over and over again. And then one time he brought on his banjo and was just playing his banjo. 
just like the most ridiculous stuff. But I really like his movies too, so that that's what I'm basing that on. Different, not Star Wars stuff. Okay. Sounds good. J.J. Abrams, episode nine. Sounds good. Hopefully it'll be better than seven. Yeah, so I like, I like well, seven. <laughs> seven was great. Will, did you watch Rogue One? No, I haven't. No. Is it still Isn't on Netflix? On? Yeah, I was just about yeah. to ask that. Not for long. Better watch it now, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll watch it tomorrow. You know, I didn't think Rogue One was all that great. Yeah, I liked Rogue One better than episode seven. Oh, I didn't. Just because it there was more like weird stuff, weird Star Wars stuff in it, then I felt like Episode Seven felt too familiar. I liked it, but it was familiar, you know. Okay. Uh, our weeks, Eric. We'll start with you. Mm. What do you got for us? You know, I don't think I have too awful much to talk about, really. Uh, went to a UVA soccer game down here. That was really fun. They played Syracuse, actually. Oh, nice. Our old stomping grounds is a really mm-hmm. good game. Uh, 2-2. Two, two. two players got kicked out. Beaten? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Red they cards? Arguing, arguing with the referee. Uh, said something they shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to say something pretty bad to get kicked out of a game. Um, nice. But yeah, no, I had a really good time with that. God, I don't. I haven't really done much. But perfect. Um, Tyler, the intern's coming to visit this week. Nice. So he'll be here Sunday through Wednesday. Uh-huh. So I should have something to talk about next week. Excellent. Yeah, man. I I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but I don't. Know. Oh well, football kicked off. Yeah. Yes, did. Sure did. I do that. I watched a lot of. Actually, I watched quite a bit of football. I watched. Uh, see, I watched the Bills. I was switching between the Bills and the Raiders game, and then I also watched uh, some of the Packers and Seahawks. Yeah, I watched a little bit yeah. of that one too. Watched the Patriots and Chiefs up until the third, fourth quarter. So I missed all the action in that one. Oh yeah, that's when um, the good stuff started. Yeah, and then I also watched a pretty good amount of the. Cowboys and Giants game. Oh, you mean just the Cowboys game? Giants yeah, did, did not show up for that. I didn't think the Cowboys. At least not the offense. Either. Yeah, no, the hey. Giants offense was gar- hot garbage. It was. That was a garbage game overall. Yeah, it was a pretty bad game. Uh, um, question: While we're talking football, do we want to do our underdog picks? Yeah, yeah I do want to do that. And I came up with, I gave a suggestion to Will over the weekend that I thought was a good suggestion, but I think I came up with an even better suggestion. So rather than just picking, making an underdog pick, uh, the suggestion I gave Will was you can make as many as you want, but if you make multiple ones, you have to get them all right. Otherwise, you get no points. That's a way oh. to like make up points. But then I was thinking today, well, what if, you make your underdog pick, and depending on what the spread is, if you get your pick right, you get that many points, however many points the spread is. So if, mm-hmm. if the spread is six and you pick a, a team that's uh, the underdog and you know their, their spread is negative six and you get that correct, then you get six points. Sounds like a lot of math. <laughs> I like that idea, but we would have to have somebody tally it on top of tallying all of the fans. Well, I already too. have to tally it. You know, I already have to go in and look and so it's the spread when we do the picks, right? It's locked in. 
well, that's another thing because the spread changes. Yeah. So it's tough to to say. I think we go so, with the final spread because we'll never keep track of that. Right, and that's what I was thinking too, which could suck, but it could also be pretty cool. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you think is the better way to do it? I kind of like the idea of doing it, doing this, getting the points via the spread only because it entices you to make some crazier picks. Yeah. I like that too. Yeah. Okay. I see that. So what, I mean, what happens if, if the spread changes or if, well, I think if, if it changes to the point where the underdog is no longer the underdog, then you only get one point because you still pick the winner. Right. Okay. Right. So, do we want to just do one then? One. Yeah, one underdog pick, and then you get the the you points. get the points for it. Okay. I I like that because you're right. Then, like, especially if you're behind coming towards the end of the season, you can make some some bolder picks and try to get your your exactly points back. All right, Dan, never pick Indianapolis again. No kidding. <laughs> that was so so bad. Well, I didn't know Andrew Luck wasn't playing. Oh, <laughs> oh man. that's why. Who, Even uh, I knew that. Who were they playing? They who played they play? um, uh, the Rams. The Rams, yeah. Oh man, yeah. Weeks. It was bad, real bad. Who'd you go with, Will? Seattle. Seattle. Okay, so it looks like Corey and I won, huh? We did, and uh, I believe when we picked it, the spread was two points. So Eric and I will each get two points. Let me double check that. Um, but what do you guys think in this week? That the Raiders were an underdog. I saw that. I go, that's money in the bank. I'm gonna pick. Um, I'm gonna pick Minnesota over Pittsburgh. <laughs> me too. I was. I was. What, that's what I was gonna pick. <laughs> really? You're all, oh, you, I mean, you can all pick the same thing, now. right? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna change if it's three of us. Oh, get yeah, all yeah, pick I'm the same. Leave, I'm, I'm going. With, I'm going with Denver over Dallas. That was my that other was, one. That was my second one. I'm <laughs> thinking Dallas wins that game every time. I'm do you think? That, in Denver? Yeah. Okay. I still say that. Uh, Trevor Seaman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. S- Simeon? Simeon. Um, I almost... Well, well, let's hear who Will's going with before I... Green Bay. One. Yeah, that was my other one. Green Bay looks strong. Good they defense, really do. Which you don't often see from them. Uh, yeah, but I like that. Minnesota. Slinging Sammy Bradford. Wow. I'll say. He looked and- like Jim... Kelly out there the other day. It made me really smart in my other fantasy league because I picked him up to fill in the Winston hole that I had. Tito in the chat. I God, I know you were joking when you said Trevor Simeon ain't that bad. Tito, I don't that's absurd. <laughs> uh that Minnesota game was probably the most at least of the games I watched, the most fun. Dude, Sam Bradford was really fun to watch in that game. Yeah. First time anybody's ever said that. Who'd have, yeah, who'd have thought? Was slinging it around the field. Slinging it. Yeah, that was a fun game to watch. Yeah, yeah but, uh, you know, the Bills probably should have won by more than they did against the Jets, but uh, they, you know, it was... It a win's was, a win. Yeah, you know. good run game. LaShawn McCoy still looked amazing. Um, Tyrod Taylor had a good game. The interception he threw went, I think it went right through a receiver's hands. It, was, it probably wasn't a great throw, but, you know, good defense, good run game. So just to verify, Dan, you're picking Denver? Yep, Denver over Dallas. 
Uh, Eric, did you settle on one? Yeah, I'm going Minnesota. Is um, is Elliot playing? Yes. Zeke's playing again. Yeah, yeah. He's playing the whole season as of right now. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Although they're they're trying to get him again, but gotcha. I hope they get him. No, you, no, you don't. Am I alone in thinking that there should be no tolerance for that? Like uh, zero tolerance. I don't know if we want to get into this. I think there's enough good football players out there that they can fill in the blanks, you know? Uh, my stance is it should be up to the team to, to um, punish on their players. Yeah, I would go with that. And if the team wants a team full of thugs, then it's up to the fans to decide they don't want to pay the team to go watch those thugs. Oh, but punch I, I, I can't remember. I, I can't imagine how many people would do that. Well, yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, market decided. Will. What? What team are you settling on? Oh, Green Bay over Atlanta. Packers. Uh, didn't we have a... Didn't Idaho Jake send in a pick? Last For last week, he, I think. He yeah. did. I'm trying to remember what he picked. Hold on, let me check, because I think it went to my phone. Uh... He picked the Ravens over the Bengals. Could pick. And he was right. The Bengals right. were favored? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oof, mm-hmm. Boy, Andy Dalton. Yikes. Well, tell me about it, Eric. You got me negative four points oh. on my fantasy team. <laughs> wow. This week I'm playing Eli Manning instead of Andy Dalton. Court, you got the cream of the crop, huh? I pick, I pick quarterback was my last... Last position to fill. Well, here's the qu- Eli is he's, he's boomer bust. Yeah, yeah. And, and and is Odell Beckham Jr. playing? Because obviously he's, he's the only player on the offense. Right now, it looks like he's playing. Okay. So at the very least, he'll draw some double coverages and maybe open up some of the other guys. Oh, we got two and a half points, Eric. That was the closing closing spread from last round week. It up. Go ahead and round it to three. That's fine. <laughs> And Jake picked, say again, Will? Green Bay. Green Bay. Last week, Green Bay? Oh, no, I picked Seattle. I got it wrong. No, Jake. Jake oh. picked the Ravens. Ravens. Yes. Isn't he a Ravens fan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> incidentally, this points. Is, incidentally, this is why I don't ever gamble. Yeah. I mean, my pick last, last week was catastrophic. <laughs> they so. did get shellacked. Yes, and I had no clue that Andrew Luck was not playing. I knew that. I probably should have said something. That's fine. I mean, you would assume that I would know that, but... Okay. So we got our picks? I'm thinking about going with the Jets. Zero percent chance. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That team is awful. Thirteen and a half point underdogs. They have no talent on that team. It's kind of endearing. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> God, if, oh, what a miserable team that is. If I was a Jets fan, I would, I would just not even tune in this season. Jets and Browns. When are they going to get it together? You know, at least the Browns have like some young guys you can get excited about. The Jets have nothing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where were we? 
Eric, weeks. You, is that your week, right? Corey's week. We were on Corey's week. How was your week, Corey? Uh, I don't really have much to report. I've I've been a little under the weather this week, mm-hmm. so uh, it's been like get home from work, take care of what I need to take care of, and then it's boner shorts, laying in bed watching TV. Which coincidentally, I watched all three Indiana Jones movies this week. Nice. Which are on Amazon Prime. Which is your favorite? I still like Last Crusade. Me too. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's really good. I know uh, the the correct answer, at least for a lot of people, is Raiders of the Lost Ark. But yeah. Last Crusade is is the best, and is also Steven Spielberg's favorite. So mine's yeah. always been Temple of Doom. That <laughs> a lot of people hate that one. I I like it. I think it's. Cool, I do too. Um, it's fun to watch. Like I, I can't remember the last time I actually sat down and and consumed those movies fully. You know, I've always had kind of had them on in the background here and there, but it's kind of nice to to just sit and pay attention and like Google some of the history stuff that they talk about. You know, what's fact, what's fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, very little of it is fact, turns out, sure. but that's okay. Uh, the only one I didn't watch, and I want, I started watching it last night, but I just I passed out too early. Was uh, Crystal Skull. Which in my the first time I saw it, I kind of enjoyed it. I know I'm in the minority on that, but yeah, I did uh, not care for it. Yeah, so uh, you know, Indiana Jones is is the man. Geriatric Indiana Jones. That's okay. Crystal Skull. Apparently, apparently he's still in great health. Uh, he still does everything in, in the movies. So I think he has a stunt double, but he's still you know. When's the next Indiana Jones coming out? Did they? 2019. So they haven't started filming or anything? Nope. Okay. Nope, they have not. Corey. Um, yep. Uh, should we briefly talk about that show that you suggested to everybody? Uh, something about college friends? I, I don't, I, I, you gotta be careful because I didn't, did not suggest it to everybody. I said, sure? I really like it, but I know a lot of people don't. Okay. But yeah, friends <laughs> from college. Corey suggested that show called friends from college. And boy, is that terrible. I can't believe you like that. I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed it. I, I really like the uh, Savage character, Fred Savage. Okay, he's, yeah. He's the best character. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yep. Yeah, I'll give you that. But that, poof. Couldn't do it. I'd be interested to, to find out, like, because I've also talked to people who, who really like it. Um, granted, a lot fewer. Then, then don't like it, but I'd just be curious to know, like, why does it click with me and some other people, but not other people just like absolutely hate it? I don't know. Corey, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you when you were talking about this, did you say that like it reminds me you of like your friends from college and how you guys act when you get together or something? Yeah. You don't. I. You don't act like that. Uh, it, maybe not like exactly the way they behave, but when I get with them, you kind of like forget your age and default back to, you know, that time period. Okay. Listen to all that, you know, the music you, you listen, used to listen to with, okay. with that group of people and that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Cause I kept thinking the whole time you go, Corey's not a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's was the. <laughs> main complaint in a lot of the reviews that I read that it's just like bad people just bad they're just bad people which... well and I don't even necessarily care about that I just I, I don't know well they're all having affairs I mean yeah they were all fucking each other and <laughs> I, was, 
which uh, I do not do for the, for yeah, the record. That was the other thing. I didn't want to, you know, I'm going to bring it up here in case I was wrong, but I thought Corey's not fucking a bunch of women. I don't think, no. you know, he's no. pretty happy. I don't did you, did you see the episode with Seth Rogen? How many episodes no. did you watch? Okay. No, I didn't. You know, what I really didn't like, and it was uh, Fred Savage's boyfriend. He gets better. Okay. Because uh, I hated him at first. Actually, um, <laughs> my wife and I have never seen that guy's television show. Is it Billy Eisner? Is that his name? Yeah. We've never seen his TV show, but there's a clip that we always reference to each other. Because when we saw the commercial for it, we about died laughing. Uh, so I know he's funny. I just... I thought his character was bad. He's not too funny in this show, but it gets oh. like later on, it gets worse and worse. Like he keeps getting ignored and pushed out and they go on a wine trip on Long Island and they leave him somewhere. <laughs> so they forget about him. And at a certain point, he's like, you guys are terrible people. I mean, he says what the audience is thinking the whole time, finally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I really like for I actually tweeted at Fred Savage and he really liked my tweet or something like that because you're one of like one person that liked it (laughs) probably i don't i don't know that they're making more seasons of it yeah uh but i also watched speaking of netflix i watched norseman on netflix and i'm not really sure i was just flicking through stuff when i was sick and, and laying in bed and i'm like oh what the heck is this it looked like game of thrones so i was like okay i'll check it out and i'm watching it and i'm like it's norwegian uh, and they're it's filmed in Norway and they're all from North. All the actors are from Norway and I'm sitting there and I'm like this. I don't is this supposed to be like slice of life like Norwegian Viking day to day. But it turns out it's a comedy just really, really dry. And once oh, I probably like that. Yeah. Once I finally realized that I loved it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's uh, I've heard it described as a mix between Game of Thrones and Monty Python, which I think oh, it wow. absolutely is. Like the first scene, well, one of the first scenes is uh, they're sacrificing themselves. The village doesn't have enough food to go around for everybody. So they go up to the mountain and, and the slave takes these villagers up there for whatever reason. He's in charge of the sacrifice and he's trying to convince them to jump to sacrifice themselves to the gods so they can bring more food and they're all like oh no i'm good if somebody wants to go before me go ahead like stuff like that <laughs> i don't really feel like it not today <laughs> it's just it's so dry uh really funny so i do recommend it and i i tweeted about it on twitter and a couple of our listeners replied that they're also watching it but i also had some of their performers uh and and production team like my tweet as well from Mm -hmm. the show so it's pretty good uh and lastly i think this is lastly oh yeah uh rick and morty it just it gets better every episode this past episode was so good uh for so many different reasons i i I mean i know you guys don't watch it so it's not worth me trying to explain it but just please watch rick and morty it's arguably adult swim it's uh, Cartoon Network. Cartoon it's Network. Ar- yeah. Arguably the my favorite show ever, mm. and one of the best like written Whoa. show shows. I would put it up there with like The Office. I'd put it past South Park. Yeah. I'd put it past Futurama. Oh yeah, it's that good. Uh, this season is so good, but you, in order to fully enjoy this season, you kind of have to watch the first two seasons. 
I've heard nothing but praise for that show from it's everyone. So good. You have to watch it, Dan. I just have such what, a hard time getting into these like adult cartoons. What uh, is it on streaming anywhere free? Like uh, Amazon or Hulu no. has it. Hulu has yeah, it. Hulu, Hulu. Okay, maybe I'll have to have the wife sign up for uh, the student side. student Hulu Plus and maybe Spotify. Maybe I should steal Will's identity again. There you go. You're just more than welcome. For, can't you just sign up for a free trial? Watch it, and I'm pretty sure I've already used my Hulu free trial. Oh, I might have gotten you know one what? recently. Just sign just up use a different mom. email address. That's a good idea. All you have to do. Use the Thumbstick Athletes email address. I could do that. I've got a couple email addresses. Like my one for the fantasy hockey is a different email address that I don't use for any or fantasy sports, I should say. But I can use that one. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Um, I feel like there was one more thing, but I cannot recall, so no. Okay. Uh, I will go next. I had a birthday this past weekend. Thir- Thank you. Turn 34. Happy birthday, Dan. Thanks. 34. Wow. 30 freaking four. Uh, the Giants ruined my birthday. So in case anyone was wondering. That's all right, they, Dan. They they ruined the entire day. Um, Celebrated my twin's birthday party on Saturday. Oh, that's what I wanted um, to bring up. Yeah. That's, that's how Corey got sick, actually. Um my twins were recovering from, from a cold. So, and I had mentioned on this podcast, how kid germs just spread like wildfire worst. And I think Corey scoffed a little bit, but now he's, <laughs> now he understands why. And that's well, why I always get sick, too, Dan, but it's, it's coming my way soon. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, until, well, I mean, uh, until you have to drop them off somewhere where they're going to be exposed to other kids whose germs, uh, spread like wildfire. You should be, should be okay. So I know my my oldest, he didn't really get exposed until he started preschool. So that's when all the all the germs started a couple of years ago. And it's like an entire month in the winter where you just can't get healthy. I, and I and did let sucks. him drool all over my glasses. Dro- for, drool and like snot. <laughs> yeah, he's covered in drool and snot. Goo, we call it. Covered in goo. He was jolly, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't mind so much. Um, but yeah. It was a cra- crazy day. I'll tell you um, what. He was in a lot better shape when he was sick than I was with the same <laughs> sickness. Sure. Well, I mean, he's uh, he's still, like, snotty and runny nose. And so, so I'm sure some of that's, like, allergies, hay fever, what have you, because my allergies have been acting up. But, yeah, they don't, they don't generally mind. Unless they have a fever, they're usually okay with having a cold. So, uh, so there's that. I've also been li- listening to the Undertale soundtrack like a ridiculous amount. Just about anytime I have the opportunity to play music, I play it. And the I don't know if you guys remember the song Megalovania from Undertale. Yes, I do. For whatever reason, I decided to search one day uh, for people's covers of Megalovania. Uh, and there's two of them specifically stand out in mind. There's a lot of different ones. There's there's like some people playing it on violin, uh, but there's one guy that plays all the parts to it on a kazoo and it's it's like it, it's almost like uh like the brady bunch intro with the people in the window and it's him in the however many windows there are uh on the thing and it's playing the different parts of of with the kazoo and he's like doing the movements to it too it's mesmerizing if you ever get a chance watch megalovania i think it's called kazooed, kazooed. He, he does a lot of uh 
lot of video game music and on a kazoo playing all the different parts but it's it's fantastic uh and the undertale soundtrack is top notch it's fabulous so yeah that's all i got will my turn huh yeah yeah all right so who wants to hear about it because everything else we covered i do you do, Corey. You want you want to hear about it? I do. Yeah, Dan? I do. I, I'll never see it, but I do want to. I wouldn't do want to hear about it. Well, um, I want to see it, Dan. It's not that I don't want to. It's just that I won't. Movie theater. You don't go to the movies. I don't watch movies really. Like, yeah. just, even when it comes out, if it comes out on Netflix someday, I, I probably just won't watch it. Um, I want to watch it. Let's put it that way. You should. Um. So, yeah, I'll start by saying, as I said earlier, that it's probably one of my uh, favorite movies that I've seen within the last, like, I don't know, three, four years. Um, But when I was telling you, Eric, that it's very unrelentless, uh, what I mean by that is, like, the stuff that the clown pulls happens pretty frequently. Uh, There's very few times that you kind of get a rest. between the shenanigans he's going to pull with the kids and everything like that. Uh, Another thing I think the movie does really well is not only is it kind of, it's pretty scary in my opinion, but they also do a really good job making it pretty funny at times too. Uh, uh, Because it's based around a group of six kids. Uh, They kind of get terrorized by a clown um, in this town that's blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to spoil the entire story. So, like, the interaction between the kids is really good because it rem- instead of it being, like, it felt more of, like, genuine, like, how kids talk to each other. Uh, and it was just kind of funny, like, all of the, the funny jokes they're making to each other. Like, I, there was a lot of times where the entire theater was laughing out loud at one of the kids and what he was saying and stuff like that. Um, I do know a couple people, though, who thought it was, like, they were trying too hard to be funny, so... You know, that's something that you gotta kind of got to see for yourself if you think that's, that or not. That's a hard thing to accurately capture, like how interactions with like you and your friends would actually go. I yep. feel like a lot of places don't do that well, you know. It was just like comments like because they're like 12 or 13 years yeah. old. And it's just like, well, the goofy kid with the glasses, like they're walking by his mom and he made like, oh, I bang your mom, like kind of comment to like the friend. And he's like, stop. And like would hit him and stuff like that. Like I found that to be pretty funny because that's just how me and my friends are to each other. So sure. uh, it felt kind of recognizable more kind of like you kind of felt with the kids a little bit when they started to go through like what they were going through with the, the mean clown. Um, yeah, I mean, do you have any questions, Eric, for it? Should you watch it, right? No, I think I'm going to. Actually, Good. I just texted Tyler, and he said his girlfriend won't go with him, and Christy won't go with me, so we'll, we're going to go when he comes down. That's nice. perfect. Perfect. I, yeah, I loved the movie. I thought it was so good. Um I'm going to... Apparently, I also do the clown's voice really good when I'm trying, so... Mm-hmm. When you see it, I'll do it. But I'm actually going to pull a prank on my friends pretty pretty soon here. Um, basically, like in the movie, like there's red balloons to like indicate something's about to go down with the clown. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to fill his room with red balloons. Nice. And put one of the quotes from the clown like on a on a sign. So, but yeah, no, I I loved it. I was really really happy I got to go see it. I I don't know if we've brought this up in the podcast, but me. Eric and Corey all went to see the first Paranormal Activity oh in the theater God, together. Was... 
and that was terrifying. Corey was in the fetal position in his chair. I've never seen such a thing. Yeah, so <laughs> we're no strangers you to seeing. Just thought he had a headache. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't say <laughs> between his knees. It's definitely not as scary as those kind of movies. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't seen any of the ones since, but the first one was the first Paranormal Activity was terrifying. The problem that I have, Will, is what will happen is I'll go see this movie and like I will be positive that that clown is around every corner and under my bed and in the closet and everywhere I go. Oh, because he is. Yeah. <laughs> Here's an example. <laughs> Corey, I know you saw The Visit, right? Oh, sure. You remember the creepy grandma? And yep. like yep. every night they remember the scene where they open the door when they hear her outside and she's out there like buck ass naked running around scratching the doors and shit. Yeah. Oh. That's what I see in my head every night when I shut my bedroom door. That's and I just can't awful. forget it. Just can't forget it. Wow. That's freaky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I sleep fine, but like yeah. <laughs> every night when I shut the door, I'm like, well, this is the night. Oh man. Yeah. That stinks. Just it's just things like that. Oh, like pops, I just pops in your head, get it out of my head. Maybe every you sh- fucking night. Maybe you shouldn't see this movie then. Yeah. Did you guys? Um. Did anybody? Any of you guys see Don't Knock Twice? No. No. That's on. Uh. It might be on Netflix, but I know it's on Amazon Prime. Will. Uh. You might really enjoy it. Okay. It's a, it's about this abandoned house that if you go and knock on the door twice, you get haunted and killed. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, I like um, um, that. I like scary movies, but I don't. I don't like like gory stuff. See, gory I can handle. It's the psychological stuff I can't like. Yeah. Another scene in the visit that really creeped me out was when they were under the porch, carrying uh, <sighs> around on their hands and knees. I mean, if I'm ever in a small place, that's all I'm going to think about. <laughs> and then she you stands know? up, and her dress is tucked into her underwear or something. When they get out from underneath the porch. You remember? Uh, I really, really want to watch Split, too. Did you guys see that movie? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But I'm terrified. What's that one about? Uh, it's about guy this guy. Seven split personalities. Yeah, he's a bunch of them, yeah. Hmm. Is it and scary? He, he kidnaps um, three girls. I didn't think that was that scary. I, I enjoyed that movie. Somebody just... else told me it wasn't that scary. It was more suspenseful. Yeah, but I uh, I enjoyed the last like five minutes of it. There's a nice nice little twist. Yeah, for I, under, I understand. M. Night Shyamalan not fans. What you think it is? No, not really. Yeah. yeah I mean, it I, always has. I a... am an M. Night Shyamalan fan. Okay. Yeah, then you'll appreciate it. Yeah, I've seen all of his movies. Uh, shit, it's coming to HBO soon. I might just try to man up for a couple hours and watch it there you go but then that's all i'll see is that guy yeah there <laughs> is there any possible way to purge that from your memory i don't think so you know what did it for me um i'm more afraid of people than i am supernatural things yeah, now like something that could actually happen yeah like crazy fucker like somebody breaking into my house and yeah. shooting me while i'm sleeping like um, yeah just watch some documentaries about murderers and that'll ah uh, that doesn't that doesn't bother me it's like really fucked up people like it or something like that really bothers me not like an actual serial killer that actually happened i don't know why that doesn't bother me but uh eric his name's not it it's pennywise i know what his name is but um 
Yeah, like the creepy grandma in the visit. Like that terrifies me because I think to myself, well, that that bitch probably exists it's somewhere. Nuts. Yeah. yeah, and like her and her creepy ass husband. Like, oh, it really messes with me. Yep. You know, like the purge. You know, I think to myself, well, oh yeah, the purge. Those crazy bastards. Hmm. You know, he didn't spoil anything for me in the chat because I've never seen Unbreakable. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> well, Don't. <laughs> maybe you wouldn't appreciate the ending of the split then. Yeah. Anything else, Will? Uh, not really. Not that I could think of. Okay. Uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back with what we played and feedback in just a moment. Oh, jeez, I've got it ending expo plant. Sorry, Dan. That's right. (laughs) Welcome back to episode 321 of Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played. Uh, Does anyone want to go first? What we played? What we played. I'll get mine out of the way real quick, Dan. I can't imagine too many people are super excited to hear about what I'm talking about. Um, Yeah, so I played the FIFA 18 demo. Honestly, it's uh, pretty much more of the same. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll get it because I have friends that I play it with. Yeah. Uh, I, I do enjoy the um, the journey mode. It's kind of mm-hmm. cool playing as, as one character. The story to me, like, I don't know. I'm really only interested in playing as my favorite team. So the fact that, like, you don't get to pick what team he goes to kind of takes away from that a little bit for me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. FIFA's more of the same. Great presentation, gameplay, hit or miss, kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, the other one I played was the NBA Live 18 demo, which I actually really I kind of liked. I was pleasantly surprised with it. Um, okay. What? Yeah. When was the last bat? You guys didn't you guys buy a basketball game a few years ago that you played briefly? Or was it yes. Will? Uh, yeah. The I don't remember which year it was, but the basketball games are usually pretty good. Yeah. Well, the 2K games are usually pretty good. NBA Live has not been good. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, it's NBA Live. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I had a pretty good time with it. The controls feel a little weird to me. And to be honest with you, they always felt a little weird to me in 2K as well. Kind of a little sluggish or something. I don't know. Uh, I didn't feel you know, feel like the player always does exactly what I'd like. But uh, it's it's uh, it's a nice presentation. The graphics are good. Um, I had a good time with it. You know, I, I don't think I would pay $60 for it as I'm not really an NBA fan. But, you know, I was pleasantly surprised with it. I think basketball fans should at least play the demo and see if they like it. Hopefully there'll be a little competition for 2K this year. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's that's really all I have to say about them. Okay. Uh, Will? Just play a lot of of Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty Warriors. Um, Other than that, nothing really. Okay. Corey, anything? Nothing at all. Not a thing. Hit it, Dan. Okay. (laughs) Main event. Uh, Save so it. I played quite a bit more Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, nah, I which care. I beat. Yes. Oh, okay. I care, okay. Corey, because I get to play it next. Oh, yes. Nice. Will's going to borrow it. Uh, that game's amazing. It's really, really good. Uh, the la- I, w- One of the things I really like about it, I, I, and I've talked about this with, with XCOM, is there's no... 
there's no jank. And it's one of those games that when you get beat, you feel like it's completely fair that you made a boneheaded mistake and not because the game's trying to screw with you like you do in XCOM. Uh, and I think that's that gets more apparent later on in the game when it gets quite a bit more difficult. I had a few battles where I had to do re, restart from the beginning, like probably three or four times before I finally got a successful uh, run through. Uh, but again, like it's you just feel like it's your dumb mistakes or not being prepared for for something that was coming when uh, you should have seen it coming all along, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, really good. Can't say good enough good things about that game. Very impressed with it. Um, so that was that was good. Yeah, be uh, thirty plus hours I put into it. Nice. Wow. Uh, that wow. was yeah. That was getting probably half the collectibles. Um, doing maybe a quarter of the challenges, uh, in addition to the to the main story. So that, there's quite a bit of content there. I bet you if I wanted to 100, percent it would probably take 45 or 50 hours worth uh, to get everything in the game. I, I don't know if I'm going to. I'll definitely revisit it at some point. I wanted I want to go through the challenges again because that's a in, you know increased difficulty from the uh, from the main story of the game. So how many of those 30 hours do you think were spent while you were doing a number two? Pooping? I I think I only played that once. Pooping. Oh. If I had to, if I had to guess, um, I only take the switch in with me on occasion when I'm pooping because I don't want to be in there forever. You know, mm. I could end up being in there for an hour if I if I'm not careful, and then you know, then your legs go numb and it's hard to get up off the toilet. <laughs> so. And when you do it, you got the tingly legs. Yeah, which is yeah. Awful. You may as well be in the bathroom for like. 45 you, minutes at that you, point. Yep, you stumble on the way to the sink. Oh. It's dangerous. So Very dangerous. Yeah. Uh, so I try to usually only have my phone and I'll read an article or two while I'm pooping. Um, incidentally, having a bidet, it's amazing. I can't recommend that enough. If you don't have one, buy one off of Amazon. They're like 22 bucks. It is. It will be the best $22 you ever spend in your entire GD life. So... There was no sign of mud butt in our house at all this summer, which is great. But anyway, <laughs> Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, good stuff. Uh, I played a little bit more near Automata, played played last night for a bit. Uh, still really enjoyed that game. Last night when I played, I got some uh, some Dark Souls feel to it. One of the castles that I went into uh, very much had a Dark Souls aesthetic to it, and it was really kind of cool. Um, and then some of the characters I came across had like an undertale type of vibe to them. I was definitely picking up on some influences maybe that were, that were in that game from, from other games. Um, and then the last thing I played, which I played for about an hour today was project Octopath Traveler. This is the square Enix, uh, switch exclusive RPG that they've teased a couple different times. It's the one that has the kind of classic looking sprites, maybe PlayStation era sprites, um, but kind of like in 3D uh, animated backgrounds a little bit. Uh, Really, really unique looking art style. Um, I played, like I said, about an hour there. They are offering apparently it's about eight different characters that you pick and choose. I got the impression that you play through their storylines like, and they might like come together and separate at different points. It's the impression that I got, but yeah, there's eight different like protagonists. Um, and they, they let you play as either the dancer primrose or the warrior Oberlin. I think his name is, Uh, I played, 
I played Heath, as Heath Oberman. Prim, Prim, Primrose. Um, and it's it's about like an hour of her early like storyline. Uh, and I do have to say, I can't remember a time I was more excited for an RPG. Yeah, that game is freaking awesome. Uh, if if you like Final Fantasy VI, this game is going to be right up your GD alley. All right, what's this called, Dan? Project Octopath Traveler. It's going to be amazing. Uh, the combat system is slightly improved upon. Uh, it's I think it's done by the same people who did um, uh, Bravely Default. It is so it's like it's like that same type of thing, but that same type of ATB system, but improved upon a little bit. Uh, so the 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 hook in this game is there's a thing called boost mode. So when you activate boost mode, it makes your attacks more powerful. Uh, and the characters, the the enemies that you face on them have uh, one plus like weak points. So if you break, uh, and they have they have a shield too. So uh, until you figure out what their weak points are, it's a question mark on the thing. So like if a regular attack is a weak point, that'll show up after you expose that on the whatever enemy you're facing, and they'll have a shield next to them. That's how many times you have to hit them to break their shield, uh, which stuns them. So it makes it really unique and interesting, uh, like strategically when you're when you're doing the battles as opposed to just, you know, always picking your most powerful attack and spamming it every time uh, adds a nice strategic layer. Uh, it's voice acted. Uh, the, the the story parts are voice acted. And then the non story parts have like the the characters speaking like a, a line of dialogue like they do in Fire Emblem will when they're just having like the random conversations. Yeah, like it'll be like, huh? Or, you know, oh, that's wow. great. Yeah, 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 that 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 sort of stuff. It's really, really well done. This game looks um, sweet. Oh my god, it's amazing! I cannot wait for it to come out. When's, yeah, when does this come out? Twenty eighteen. That's wow. all I know so far. Yeah, I played through Primrose's thing. I did her early early story, and then uh, when I get the chance, I'm going to do the other one too. Apparently, there's a survey that you can do afterwards, so you can tell Square Enix, um, you know, thoughts I guess on the game, which. I want it, and I want it yesterday. So, this looks awesome, Dan. It's great. It's on the the demos on the Switch right now. Yep. All right. Yep. I hope this comes to PC. I, <laughs> I don't think so. I think, I think it's uh, I think it's an exclusive. So, yeah, you have to reinvest, Corey. <sighs> it won't happen. Not happening. Not with a new graphics card, right? Right. I hear you. But yeah, I was I was amazed at how how good that game was. It like I said, it had a very Final Fantasy VI type of feel to it. Uh, pretty serious storyline, the the one that I played through. So I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'll let you, those of you out there with the Switch, experience it for yourselves. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be quite the game, if the demo is any indication. It's uh this is the game that also like really jumped out at us too when they were showing yep. the initial like Switch montage yeah. of games. Yeah, it it stands out because the like the characters are sprite based. Some of the buildings and stuff are sprite based, but there's also like hand drawn artwork in it, and then there's um like almost like CGI in it, and yeah. like the the edges are blurred around the screen, so like stuff fades in and out of the background really cool. And like when I was wandering around, there was like torches in a dungeon that I went through, and it looked like real fire especially at a distance, like it looked like real fire light. It was just, it was gorgeous. The music is great. Um, I can't, can't say enough good things about it. It's fantastic. 
I think it's going to scratch that Final Fantasy VI itch that that we have. So, very impressed. Yeah, looks nice. Um, that's all I played. Feedback time. Let's roll right into it, eh? Hey. Um. Okay. First one is from uh, Eric, who says, Hey guys, hope you've all been doing well. Been a while since I was able to catch a cast and want to make sure you all know I still love you guys. I know yeah. I asked before if you had any, if you had played any Planescape Torment, uh, but that was before Beamdog had released the Enhanced Edition. The game is much better or much easier to get running now and includes many of the fan patches and bug fixes. And if you haven't gotten to it yet, I can't stress enough how wonderful of a game it is. The cream of the crop for isometric RPGs, in my opinion, you have to be okay with a game that's practically like a reading novel, though, or like reading a novel, though. Thanks for the laughs. You guys are the best, Eric. Thanks, Eric. Uh, Definitely want to get to that. That's on my list of classic isometric RPGs I have to play, like the original Baldur's Gate, I, I've got to revisit Icewind Dale. Um, but for right now, it's Divinity 2. That I'm yeah. But it's, 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 on my, it's on my list. I, uh, I, I don't know if you guys remember me talking about this, but uh, it's one of those games, like Dan said, you know, it's, it's on the list to play. And uh, a couple months ago, I went through the process of installing the game, modding it to, you know, for the modern day. Uh, and it, that took me, you know, two hours of setup or whatever. And by that time, I was kind of like burnt out on it. So I played it for like five minutes and I was like, oh, I'll get back to it later. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, never got back to it. Ended up just deleting it. And it was like a week after I did all that, that the enhanced or whatever edition came out. So uh, with all the fixes, if I just waited a little bit, a little bit, you know, I might have been. Is it? I wonder if it's on mobile. I think it is. That seems like a good one for mobile. Now that you mention it, I, I believe it is. Maybe because uh, I know I know Baldur's Gate is. I'm still kicking around the idea of getting a Bluetooth controller for Escape. my phone. Planescape Torment Enhanced Edition. There you go. Yep, Ten dollars on mobile. That I could play that on uh, on my Nvidia Shield with a mouse, even Bluetooth mouse. Someone is having speed issues with the gameplay on their Telefunken 10-inch tablet, whatever that means. <laughs> okay. What's the uh, cost? $10. Steel. It's def- definitely a steal. I'll, you know what? I'm going to check the how long to beat while I'm at it, just so I know. I bet you it's a doozy. Yeah, I bet you it is. Those old RPGs are so long. Those are hard for me to play, too. They'd rather, I mean, if the game, the way Eric pitches it, you know, you have to be prepared for reading a novel. But it's like, if I wanted to read a novel, I'd read a novel. I don't know. I just have a hard time with those kind of games. Planescape Torment, main story, Torment, 33 hours. That's not bad. I mean, an extra 45 and a half, completion is 63 and a half. That's nice. Yeah, that's. It's about what I expected. Um, okay, so thanks, Eric. Yeah. And Eric, you are entered as number one for the game giveaway drawing. Number one. Okay. Tito 
Uh, there's some pretty big stuff in this post from Psionics, possibly getting cross-platform parties in the future. Talked about that during Nibble Bits, but I'll see if there's anything I missed here. Tournaments, beta. Yeah, I think the only thing you didn't mention that Tito did mention in the chat was uh, keys. Keys, okay. Uh, some sort of... They, they're going to de- start doing keys as a free unlockable mm-hmm. in games, kind of like mm. how you get crates. Uh, but oh, cool. Yeah, I'm sure there's some some sort of thing with that but he did mention that in the chat okay i I like that you can unlock them through in-game things in game i do too i've really wanted that because i I, i've become really close to spending money on keys before and i actually did some trading with tito i traded him some crates for some keys and it was really fun to open them i bought a five dollar pack of keys (laughs) want to trade eric Oh, I don't. I've used them all. Bummer. There's a subreddit for trading, Rocket League trading. Maybe I should just get on there and be like, I got a ton of crates. Who's got keys? Anything else you missing there, Dan? I don't think so. It looks like I got it. Yeah. So thanks, Tito. Tito's number two. All right. Uh, next email is from Dustin who says, hello, my name is Dustin. I've re- just recently started listening to the podcast so far. I love it. It's great how your show has friends just sitting around shooting the shit. Uh, not sure if I'd be allowed to say it and talking about the things they care about. I'm a nighttime custodian, my local middle school in a small town in Indiana. I've gone back and started listening to the beginning of your show and I'm up to the shows that covered Skyrim. Honestly, I didn't give it a chance back in the day. It deserved probably more to the fact that my son Max was born on its release day. Oh, I got a son Max too. Uh, But I think I'll finally take a crack at it as soon as I can scrape up the money. Because of how much you guys go on and on about how great it was, uh, I'm giving it a go. Please keep up the great work on an awesome show, and I'll probably write in more on about the old episodes. Your new fan, Dustin. Thanks, Dustin. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, woo. Got a first timer here. (laughs) <laughs> we have uh, talked qu- quite at length about Skyrim and, and various various places too. I wonder what you're playing it on because uh, if you're playing it on PC, uh, I'm sure Corey can't recommend Enderall enough, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, Corey's get it working over there. Look at him. <laughs> One of the greatest games ever made. Corey's uh, wearing boner great, shorts. Great mod. Yep, mm-hmm. mod of the year. Best mod ever. Yeah, B- best fan creation. Absolutely. I don't even know if you can call it that, because, I mean, it was done by, like, a well, game let's studio. Developer. Let's dig yeah. into it here. <laughs> That's let's it. See, let's see your best <laughs> defense, Corey. That's all I got. Oh, I'm not defending. I don't need to defend it. You guys are the ones missing out, not me. It speaks for itself, right, Corey? It sure does. Okay. Um, High praise. Yeah, Sky- yeah. If you haven't played Skyrim, that's that you definitely have to have to give it give it a shot. Um Yeah. And then like I said, if you're playing on PC, give Vendor all a shot. Yeah, let us know what you're playing it on too, because uh I mean special edition, not special edition, mods, no mods. Yeah. I mean there's there's a b- billion ways to play Skyrim nowadays, so is there did, did they do mods on consoles too? Yeah, the, the special edition. Okay. Also, Dan, did he say how he found us? No. Well, yeah, let us know. I'm, I'm always... Know yeah. 
always interested you, for, for for the most part people who s- searched for a game in like itunes and he also said he's from pawnee indiana is that right pawnee oh yeah. shut the front door <laughs> is that a real place in indiana i don't know well, i always not, thought we, we do have, this thing, indiana, so that's we do have this thing called google i thought it was made up is it the google town it, of dan town of gary it's hard because pawnee indiana City with low operating costs and sizable labor pool. Apparently, it is a real. Oh, fictional city. Okay. <laughs> that the first thing made it look like it was real. I guess not. Leslie Nope is the mayor. She was the mayor, right? I don't know. Did she ever end up being mayor? Notable people. I only watched up to like the third season, I think, of Park Parks and Rec. That's when I backed out too. I didn't back out. I just, I just something else came along, and I just didn't. Keep watching it. Let's say I got rid of Grand Danowitz. Grand Danowitz? I liked him. Grand Danowitz. I don't remember him. He was in the first season. He was like the love interest. Yeah, for Leslie. And then they got rid of him in the second season. Ron Swanson makes that show, though. Oh, Oh, yeah. Aziz Ansari is pretty good, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Tom. uh, Tom, what the hell? Tom Haverford. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. I Ron Swanson was just I can't. I mean, about this? They're good in their own. It way. was a great cast. Yeah, it was. It's no office, but yeah. No, right. they all played off each other. I mean, Jerry. Yeah, my thing with that show was I really I did like that show, but like I loved every character on The Office. Mm-hmm. I never felt that way about Parks and Rec. Sure. I actually didn't like Leslie Nope at all. What? She was annoying, trying too hard to be Michael Scott 2.0. Honestly, they get away from that. It, that's what it, I think. I think they did that at first mm-hmm. to bring in Office fans, but it kind of gets away from the Office format a little bit. There's only one Michael Gary Scott. That character oh, sure. cannot be replicated. Oh, I agree my, with that. My son's middle name will be Michael because of that. Really? Nice. Yeah, I didn't tell you that. No, I love Maybe. that. Maybe you did, but I just didn't pick up on it. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. What a way to what a way to honor. We were we were going guys a tangent here, but we were talking about middle names, and uh, neither of us wanted to use any of our family members. And she, it is it was my wife's idea. She goes, "What about Michael for Michael Scott?" <laughs> yeah, perfect. Like, yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, we we watched The Office together." countless times since we've been together and he's just the best nice will you do me a favor when the child is born you have to tweet at steve corral and let him know that you did that oh i definitely will nice it's the importance of showing gratitude yeah yeah Mm -hmm. okay uh next email is from michael in minnesota says, greetings, gentlemen. Now that summer is coming to an end, I've started getting the gaming itch again and can move on from simply firing up Football Manager all the time. I picked up Everybody's Golf, and I can't put it down. It has a great casual fun feel. It mixes that with challenging, engaging gameplay. I love it. I also have to be honest and say I'm looking forward to Call of Duty again. It's been years since I actually cared about the series, but I'm cautiously optimistic. I can't wait to be let down. 
Glad to hear Eric has slowly embraced pro Evo soccer over the last couple of years. Gameplay is really all I care about these days. And pro Evo is on a completely different level to FIFA in my view. That's all for now. Keep up the good work. Good to hear from me again, Mike. It's been a yeah, while. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say that. Uh, Mike's got to get in the uh, Football Americano uh, pool we got going. What's yeah. I mean, if you end up joining late, too, you can catch up on points by making bold picks on the yeah on the thing, he, you know. Is he a Vikings fan? I, I think. I, I think so. He's oh, dear, in Min- Minnesota. Minnesota. For some reason, I want to say Steelers or something. No, but... it's not Steelers. I think I think it's Vikings. Maybe it's just because the Vikings are playing the Steelers. Could be. Upset special. Yep. Six points coming our way, Eric. You know why Mike's chiming in now. He's he's getting ready to dig at me about soccer. That's why. <laughs> oh, that's right. The Tottenham-Arsenal rivalry. Yeah. Okay. Kick a man while he's down. So we got... That was, that was four. We got five feedbacks this week. Five? Oh, yeah. there's another one? That's a world record. Yeah. It only took us 321 episodes. We're getting there. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> next one is from Tate, who says, What's up, my fellow gamer nerds? Hope you all had a great week. Thanks again for putting your energy into this podcast. It bright, brightens my week every week when I listen to it. I've had a busy week with school and work, but I have had some time to play Andromeda, and I am almost finished with it. I don't understand the people who said it sucks because it most certainly does not suck. I also revisited NCAA Football 14, which I haven't played in a while, and it's always a fun game to pick up and play. It amazes me how far graphics have come in the last four years. I bought Destiny 2 this week. Also, and I'm excited to get on and play with my brothers and some of my best buds. I never played the first one, but I'm hoping I will enjoy the Destiny 2 experience. Good news for me, my Denver Broncos won this week, which is always a positive for me. Eric, I'm sure you were quite happy as well with the Bills win over the Jets. Screw the Jets. You weren't here for the first time I wrote in, Eric, but I mentioned that I played college football and had my senior year, senior season last year. Uh, I took a shot at the NFL and was talking to five different teams leading up to the draft. The Jets were one of them and were the team showing the most interest uh, and said they were going to bring me into minicamp this summer. They led me on hardcore, and my agent never heard from them during or after the draft. Oh, Fuckers. Is this Golden Tate? Golden, Golden Tate, Tate. <laughs> the Detroit Lions? Fuckers. So I'm glad the Bills beat them. Also, Eric, fun fact for you, the guy who is our head strength and conditioning coach got hired by the Bills after last season ended, and he's still there. His name is Will Greenberg. Nice. He's a beast, so your bills are in good hands. Anyways, no questions really from me this week, but I hope y'all have a great weekend and get in some good video get in get some good video game time in. Cheers. PS I will take Remember Me from the list of games from two weeks ago. I was gonna bring that up, but he uh he remembered. All right. He remembered to say Remember me. That's awesome that he was uh What Oh man, the Jets were dangling the carrot. What college was it that he played at? Yeah, let us know what college he played at. That's awesome. Tate, you um, could have turned that team around this season. Well, here, here. There's an easy way to find out. Tell me. I'm not going to look him up, but what was the strength and conditioning coach's name? Will Greenberg. Will Greenberg. Will Greenberg. Oh, man, there's an actor named Will Greenberg. Shit. Oh, yep. So he's going to be buried in the Google searches. Will Greenberg, Buffalo Bills. Strength and conditioning I went with. There you go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Southern, Southern Utah, Utah University. 
Southern South Utah, huh? South Utah. S U U. Nice. Well, sorry to hear about the Jets leading you on like that. Uh, yeah, I actually the. I don't have as much of an issue with the Patriots as a lot of Bills fans do. The Jets and the Dolphins are my most hated teams in our division. So yeah, I agree with you. Fuck the Jets, and they're a hot garbage fire this year. <laughs> well, I think that's. I mean, that's part of the reason to hate them. Like they're just bottom feeders every year. You know, I, I know you. We've talked about it, uh, Eric. But the you know you you can respect what the Patriots have done. It's hard to do that for that long. You know. Yeah. 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 And the Jets, you know. Man, have you ever seen a team just blatantly tank like that in the NFL? No. All their good players? No, yeah. I usually see it in hockey, but not in... Yeah, you'll see it in other sports, but you, is, I don't feel like I've seen it in football. Is there a few good players coming this, this the round? The quarterback pool is supposed to be really good. Okay. So they're finally going to get their quarterback, huh? Well, that's, that's why they're doing that, and that's why I think that's why the Bills are stockpiling draft picks so they can trade up. Well, you see, the big like quarterback prospect is Sam Darnold from USC, but he might not go out. You know, something about him, I don't care for Sam Darnold. Yeah, he looks like Chucky or something. You know, <laughs> <laughs> there's Chucky. just so he's got that look to him where I think to myself, he he's gonna get in trouble. Or something, yeah. Like Johnny Manziel. Yeah, worse though. Like he just okay. has this. Oh wow! I think Josh Rosen's the quarterback that's most likely to get in trouble. Apparently, he's a uh, doesn't he's, take football seriously. I guess was the quote that that they summed up from him. He's got future DWI written all over him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know DWI. Maybe God. I think something maybe more serious. You'd hate to speculate. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. That's why I said DWI because at least that's just you being an idiot, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it'll be worse. not hurting anyone else necessarily. Okay, uh, that's all for feedback. So thanks everyone for writing in. Really quick, who is the saddest video game character to you, and why? Saddest? Yes. Oh god, dang it! I threw a couple out there, Dan. Okay, who'd you throw out? Two B. Two B. Sad. That's what I said. Tragic. Tra- yeah, I could see tragic. That's different from sad. For sad, I, I feel like pathetic is... Oh. No, I think sad and pathetic are two totally different things. They are my Rocket League things. car. <laughs> <laughs> How about Thane from Mass Effect? Yeah, yeah that's a good pick. Sad. Are, are we talking sad or are we talking pathetic? I, I think if I were to ask somebody, why are you sad? I would not be asking them why are you pathetic, right? <laughs> All right, fair enough. Thane's a good uh, a good one. Um, dang it, I, I never do well with the with these on the on the. I don't either. Spur of the moment questions. I always have to think about it. I'm like 95 percent sure that that person's gone now. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> no. moving on. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's use our our friend Google, shall we? I already did. That's how I came up with. It. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay. So that well, I thought that I thought that came from your brain, but I guess not. No, two B came from my brain. I was when I was walking through uh, apartment buildings this weekend. I I kept stopping at two B, and I was going to take a picture and send it to you guys, but I oh, forgot. That would have been awesome. 
Scooby's badass. All right. Let's do the game giveaway. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. We have five entries this week. Yes, we do. Wrong thing. Uh, I'm not going to use Google's random number generator because I think it's pulling our Larius. Oh, so it's it's XCOM RNG. What was that? I don't know why that tickled my fancy so much, Corey, but whatever word you just used, I loved it. (laughs) Pulling our Larius. Is that from Rick and Morty? No, it's from uh, Blazing Blazing Saddles. Saddles. (laughs) Oh, they played that at Alamo the other night. Did they? Uh... They, uh... They played it up here too because every like every weekend they have one showing of an older movie. Yeah, and that was why I almost went because I love that movie so much. I almost but... did too, but yeah, there's a reason I didn't that I don't want to talk about. And the winner is number four. Welcome back, Michael in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. oh. winner, winner, chicken. Oh, and the dinner. fans are claiming it's rigged because he's back. Wow. <laughs> uh, so Michael, you get. Games 1 through 202. And using mathgoodies.com random number generator this time. The first one up is 170. Oil Rush. I think that's a mobile game, isn't it? No. I, it's um, it's like a strategy game. I, ha- I think I have it on my Steam library, actually. Dan, I'm oh. always amazed that you've heard of these games. <laughs> I got it in a oh, Humble Bundle, I think. Here we are. It's a, it's a naval strategy game. Yeah. Got a six out of ten on Steam and a sixty-seven percent on Metacritic. Yeah. How about you look this one up? Event Zero, because that's his second game. Event Zero. Space. All right. The zero is in brackets. First person science fiction exploration game. Uh, For Microsoft Windows. All right. Got a seven out of ten and a seventy-five Metacritic. That's not bad. Okay. Ooh, the next one up is 50. Is this the first time we've cracked the bottom 50? No. we ha- Didn't we have like three last week or something? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, but the game is Octodad Dadliest Catch. Okay. Which, Eric, you played, right? Okay. Number four. 176. Ooh. Which is a big pack. Uh, Risen 2, Sacred 2 Gold, Saints Row 2, and Saints Row the Third, all in one pack. Damn. That's quite the combo right there. Yes, it is. Uh, Saints Row 2 is is good, a little janky on computer. Risen 2 is janky RPG gold. Um, <laughs> and then Saints Row the Third is, is awesome. Yep. Only recently ejected from my top 10 favorite games list. So, and the last you know. one, although it's hard to pick against that, is number 92. Oh, Rhymberta. Uh-huh. Rhymberta. I've heard of it. I couldn't tell you what I it think, is. I think you go oil rush here. That's a JRPG, I think. Really? I think so. It's like a it's like a sprite RPG, if I remember correctly. Rhymberta. Command an army of puppets in this Japanese strategy role-playing game is you hunt for a relic said to grant any wish. Mm-hmm. Oh, it sounds like you're looking for the, the genie bottle. Nice. Speaking of that, you know what I forgot to mention? I got a uh, code for uh, early access code for a game I kicked, helped kickstart. Oh, really? 
Yeah, Koei, the learn to speak Japanese role playing oh, game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I got my code. I installed it. I haven't played it yet. I'll probably try it this weekend. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? No. Next week, Divinity 2? Possibly. I I would say we have to get enough playing time in to be able to cover it. I should be all right. I should have at least 10 hours, I would think. Okay, yeah. I'll probably... I I would like to have 15 to 20 before we do an episode on it, which I shouldn't have any trouble doing. Our schedule is kind of cleared out a little bit after after the uh, Labor Day weekend and all the birthdays and stuff, so... I should have a decent amount of time to play it. So that's the plan for now. We may change change it up if we don't think we got enough time played in it. Um, yeah, that's everything, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that'll do it for episode 321 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Merrick. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four, five.